This is the Moto Drive Through, and it's a new season, new vibes, new energy, productivity all the way. So this season, I really took my time contemplating about doing an interview, but came to a conclusion that, you know what, I know a person who would fit perfectly for this interview. And I realized, why not do an interview that are based on people that inspire to be great and to be the best version of themselves? So this person that I'm about to interview is truly someone that turned his life around with pure art and creativity. So allow me to share his bio live on A. Born on the 8th of August 2000, Kamohelo Mahlati is a self-taught photographer, visual artist from a township of Gatlehong, South Africa, and has been photographing since 2016. At the forefront of Kamohelo Gamohelo's art practice is the enthusiasm and counter-stereotypic imagery with the larger body of titled Envisioned Self, which aims to emphasize stereotypical black features through creating a powerful and positive visual representation of individuals with these features. In October of 2019, Gamohelo won first place at Excellence in Education Awards by Think Ahead for the for hashtag my essay photographic category category and since has since been interviewed by some of the South African esteemed media, media outlets such as SABC2, Morning Live, Jamiston City News, Cabs, Radio and Good Things Guy. So without wasting time, I would like for us to welcome Kamohelo Masati live on A with us. So my first question would be, at what age did you realize that you want to be a photographer? And how did you conclude that this is your passion? Hi, uh, Kamohelo. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, I think I was 16 when I had it like I, I didn't make my decision then but I think the interest sparked at the age of 16 but I properly made my decision 2017 I think early 2017 when I got my cam and what grade were you in by the time I was in grade 10 I think yeah grade 10 yeah and that's so young a lot of people your age yeah. at that time are like really just wilding out I think during those times, people never ate up cotton. I know, <laughs> I know, and it's like funny thing. I was at these parties, believe it or not, but I was working. That's the difference. Like I was always at these parties with like my camera and just shooting at events and stuff. So I was around, but for me, for the right reasons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's like what like why would you even go to a party if you're carrying around camera like and you know how it is in the hood people get mad. Yeah, I know, but it's like I'm working. <laughs> so you wouldn't get drunk, basically. I that's don't what drink. you're saying. I don't smoke. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know a lot of people don't wanna believe it, but yeah. I actually thought you smoke, but I know I get that a lot. You know, I even have a shirt, like it has a you know that leaf? The marijuana leaf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has that and then like has like a hand of a guy holding a, a joint. <laughs> Guess who bought me that shirt? Who? My mom. But you don't even <laughs> smoke. I know, I know. And a lot of people like that shirt, but yeah, my mom bought me the shirt. I don't smoke, I don't drink. And why is that, if I may ask? Um, I feel like, I've never said this before, but one thing I noticed about me, like, I don't hold out you know? 
mm. you're exposed to a lot of things at a young age. So for me, it was a thing of when people get to high school, they get excited and they start experimenting. But I kind of grew up around alcohol from a very young age, so oh. it never excited me when it came to a point where my peers started to experiment. I was like, I know what that can do to you, so I don't want anything to do with that. And then for me, it's also a thing of like success in life. If as a kid, from a young age, I've always wanted to construct myself in such a manner that will increase the chances of me being successful. So I know I'm not judging anyone who drinks or smoke. Mm. But I feel like it could hold me back. Yeah, how about you push that face, basically? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that. Okay, no, no. Nah, Komoto, I didn't joke. No, wow. guys, but honestly, it's good, though, that you're not portraying yourself as a bad guy. You know, a lot of people would be on Insta pretending that he's smoking. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's like... What content are you creating? Yeah, You're not yeah, a baggie. Yeah, yeah. And you look at that person and you when you find out this person is actually shy, this person yeah. doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. So I sometimes the Instagram life be fake as real, honestly. Yeah, I agree. So my second question is, in the beginning of your journey, what was the hardest part you faced and how did you overcome the situation? The hardest part I faced? I think it has to be actually making a decision to pursue photography instead of making YouTube videos because like I was making YouTube videos before like it was even a thing guys mm. 2012 did you know about Wi-Fi in 2012 I had no idea people were using <laughs> data at that time yeah. they were using a time in check and yeah, not even data. there was no data ah. they were using a time there wasn't any data there wasn't any data at that time, like my like my uncle and my cousin have always been heavy into tech. So at my house we had Wi-Fi since way back in the day. So like I remember being twelve and I just always wanted to make videos. So the only reason why like the initial reason why I wanted a camera was because um, I wanted to make YouTube videos. But when the camera came, I started to make those videos. But then there was also like this this passion like to take pictures and. Um, I just gravitated more towards that. So it's like I got the camera for YouTube, but I have this newfound passion of taking pictures. So to make that decision to be like, you know what, let me stop these videos and let me just solely focus on this. That was the hardest one because I still love the camera. Yeah, and YouTube. Mm. Um, it's like my first love. You, I, I don't think you can ever get rid of your first love. True. You can never. Your yeah. first love is always going to be your first love. I'm talking no about what. a camera, guys. No, not I'm, we're not talking about... <laughs> your first love is <laughs> a human being. <laughs> I'm talking about work. <laughs> but it differs. It differs. I feel like even when you... People probably thinking about Jolo. No, guys. I work on Jolo. I work on art and yes. craft. Okay? You're talking yes. about craft. And that's that. He's, his first love was... Obviously, his craft, which yeah. is YouTube, and then later on transpired into photography. Photography. Yeah. Which is kind of like at, at you were you were twelve by that age, right? When Wait. you first got your camera, you're twelve. No, no, no. I, I was sixteen. You were sixteen. Yeah. And how did that feel like? You know, you had yeah. your first camera. Yeah, that was. I'll never forget that because, like, to even get the camera. 
I had to beg everyone in my family, including my moms, and nobody could get it for me because they couldn't afford it. How I got the camera is actually funny. Like, my cousin is more like a brother. Shout out to Abdishoni. Um, he came home once he was drunk. I was, I was locking the storeroom there. Yeah. He was drunk. Did I say I was drunk? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was drunk. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. He was drunk. I'm locking up the storeroom. It's like 9 p.m. And he's like, I'm going to get your camera. And I think he's joking because you don't really take people who drink, who drink seriously. Yeah, like because everything they say yeah, is kind of like yes, blur. You know, but he's never said that before, so it kind of it felt different when I was listening. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna remind you. That day when I went to bed, I sent him a text. I'm like, this is what you said, <laughs> and I kept on pressing him. Literally a week later, he brought the camera. He sent me a pic of the camera, and I could see it. I'm like, damn, let me go fetch it. And yeah, that was that. I didn't even expect it from him. I knew I was going to get a camera, but not from him. I didn't expect that. Why? Why is that? Um, do you expect things from your cousin? Like, things that mean the most to you? I mean... Like, if you needed a car, like, would you, ex- would you expect it from your cousin or your parents? No, I'd obviously expect it from my mom. Yeah, exactly. Not my cousin. Same here. So, imagine your cousin just being like, Hey, Homoto, here's, like, audio equipment to record and shit. Yeah. And I could cut. I'm not. Yo, but my it's mom okay. is going to listen to this. Please. I mama. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take that back. Sorry. Sorry, I have to practice media training. Okay. Guys, don't mind that. Give me a call. I'm in 2K. It happens. Shots fired. I take that back. I'm kidding. Okay, my third question is what inspires you most about the hood and what made you want to reveal that side of you and make it a story to tell through your portrait? Um, I think a township, like especially Katlong, it's rich, man. Not economically, but more of like the cultural aspect of it. And there's so much to it, mm-hmm. you know. And then also, there's also this idea of a oneness of a community that uh, Steve Biko likes to speak about, where if you've ever been to a township, your neighbor is not a stranger. You have a relationship with your neighbor. You have a relationship with the entire community. You know, I've been to suburbs and I have friends who live in suburbs. It's, it's different there. Yeah. It's very cold between them and their neighbors. So I think... There's so much to this place, and I feel like the not the wrong people, but we're also kind of misrepresented. You know, when you think about Katahong and it being mentioned in the news, it's usually associated with like negative music. No, nah, besides besides the music, but like the negative stuff, where it's like the crime and people get shot. Yeah, and then like that's the perception that and people the have. Shakes, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, they yeah. always show the shakes. Yeah, and it's like there's it's more like, to that. I'm not in the shack right now, guys. I'm in a very beautiful house. It's like big flat screen TV. There's lights. It, it's sunny outside, but the lights are on. Like, this is how lavish it is here. <laughs> Nobody gets to show this. So, yeah, it's not like that. So, yeah, I'm trying to represent us the right way. And um, the, 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 the perspective is coming from an inside and not an outsider. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So I like that because like a lot of people when where I come from because like I'm from the hood as well we're yeah. both from Katlehong yeah. and 
when I'm in the burbs yeah. or when I'm at school, at campus, at Centen, and then people ask me, where are you from? Where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Gatehong. And yeah. they're like, where is that? Don't people, people yeah. get shot, I'm, I'm, you know? Or, uh, yeah, and it's like, no, your English is too good for you mm, to be, to come I've, from the yeah, hood. And it's like, too. first of all, we are people from the hood, but doesn't mean that we cannot go to Model C schools. True, true. And it doesn't mean that we have to limit ourselves from even speaking English and interacting like... in English, you know? So there's some kind of stigma to it. True, definitely. And I feel like it needs to be like bought down that you know what? Yeah, they in the hood, we don't live in the shacks. True. It's not not, all, not everyone lives in the shack, guys, okay? Yeah. And not everyone in the hood is poor, you know? Definitely. So everyone is just trying to make a good living and it's definitely. proper you know, so I feel like the media most of the times they yeah. just show the side True. where there's just shags and poverty. True. Think about it, it's like the media's job is to report, right? And as human beings we're much more sensitive to negativity than we are to positivity. So one thing I've noticed is that chances are high for a media outlet to come in and report on something negative than something positive. True. Right. So now, that's why I feel like, I kind of feel like my work is important in the sense of, I don't show anything negative in my work. You know, I, I try, not necessarily uplift, but to give off the right impression, just so whenever you go to Santon, as you're saying, next time, mm -hmm. it's a thing of like, I'm from Katlon, you're like, wow, I saw this one picture of whatever, whatever, and it looks so beautiful, it looks like a beautiful yeah. place, I want to go there one day. You know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Probably even have a museum around the hood, you know. That's a goal. That's a goal. That would be dope, like a art crazy, gallery, you know, type of vibe. Don't worry. It's in the works. Don't worry about so it. So give me time. Just give me time. That needs to happen. We need to have those functions. I got you. And we'll bring those you. people from overseas to the hood. I got you. Yes. That needs to happen. It's gonna happen. But I'm glad you relate to that whole thing of people looking at you different and them saying. Nah, you, you're too, you're too perfect to, to come from this place. Yeah, I've been through that too, so I relate. Yeah. So it's it's kind of offish in a sense because it's like, yeah, I'm from the hood, or they're like, no, I actually thought you from the suburbs. Even yeah, people yeah. from the hood, <laughs> they'll be like, yeah. you. You, yeah, don't you don't belong, belong the hood yeah. and i'm like i'm from the hood True. i stay at Katlehong, and True. they're like wow you True. look like someone who's from yeah. the burbs yeah. i wouldn't say you from this side that, that's, you know? why, that's why i also feel like it's important for people to look at you as an individual before they associate you with anything exactly. your homoto before your homoto from Katlehong. exactly yeah. you get my point yeah so my fourth question is do you feel pressure knowing that there are people in the field that you are in i i used to feel a lot of pressure until i realized that nobody's living my life except for me and nobody can you know tell a story like me but i'm not <laughs> saying that i'm a better photographer yeah or whatever, i get you but in a sense of like you can't tell my truth you know you're the only one that yeah, tells you truth i'm the only one that's from Katlehong, where i live in Katlehong. even if you're from Katlehong, but you're not from my house yeah <laughs> you're not me you've never lived my experiences so I, I stopped to like allow myself to feel pressure as far as like other people doing what i do because nobody can tell your truth and your truth separates you from a lot of people but I, I believe your truth is your brand and 
yeah, there's no pressure anymore as much as it used to be. But I, I still feel like, for me, when I started my podcast, it was like a lot of pressure, you know, I feel yeah. like. But then I feel like as time went by, started getting very yeah. comfortable being yeah, behind yeah. the mic yeah, and yeah, talking yeah, yeah. and just really articulating myself yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I feel like the only person that stands in your goals or whatever it's yourself True. so if you allow yourself to just really be yourself then True. everything follows True. through and don't feel pressure i don't feel like you know what i'm not making it yeah. because i feel like that also just comes along that okay i've been doing this and i don't see any progress but mm-hmm. you know what they say slow progress is still progress True. and that's why i also say get out of your own way as you're saying, the only person that's standing in your way is <laughs> yourself. You, yeah. And really? it's a hard thing to do. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to admit, like, I still struggle with that. Like, as a person, you know you, you can be doing more. Yeah, But sometimes... True. But sometimes you procrastinate yeah, and you question that's, yourself. That's, that's my whole like, point. Yeah, that's you know my whole what, point. Can I really do this? And Should I do this? You're in your own way. That's you Literally, being in your own way. Literally, yeah, being so. in your own way with your thoughts yeah. and yeah, it's really hectic. I feel you. But, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. And I feel like if you at least try every day, and then you might not make, like, a huge progress, but if you try every day to move... Yeah, it makes a big difference at the end of the year when you look back. Yeah, it does. It does. Because for me, when I like started my podcast, I wasn't interviewing anyone. I was just like really just doing podcasts, playing music, about some stuff like relationships. Yeah, you love love. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see. (laughs) Gamu, that's shady. But okay, like, you know, okay. You, I can, you can say that I love love, but like I'm just really a good expect when it comes to relationships. Is it? So, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> the person that they usually ask for advice, and then I'm just probably, I, guys, I give Who free, do you ask um, free advice from when you need it? Myself. You're in your own way like that. <laughs> <laughs> usually, I wouldn't ask from a female because i know they're going to give me the same answers like oh afraid no like just big as hell or whatever <laughs> you know the fingers don't pal but if it's coming <laughs> from a, <laughs> but if it's coming from a guy a guy will tell me straight up but no this guy's wasting your time i don't think you like you know guys are very blunt they'll be very honest yeah. on to the points that no homoto Scooch, my nigga, scooch, run not, not every guy run not every guy all i'm saying is so, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say men are trash, but some men are trash. Anyway, let's focus, please. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along, my fifth question is, what inspires you every day to be your best version of yourself? When you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, you know what, Gamu, this is what needs to happen today. Um, that's a great question. I love it. Um, I think the fact that I'm aware of my potential, as in like, I know how far I could take this. So mm-hmm. if I don't try every day, I'm in my own way. So that's that's the only thing that really motivates me. And I feel like if I quit, I'll end up killing myself. I'm telling you. That's a deep statement. It is to think about. It, it. is because. I, I can't do anything else except for this. It has to work. It has it, to prevail. Yeah, basically. because if I'm not doing this, then what am I going to do with my life? Exactly. Nothing. It has to work. So 
as I said, being aware of your potential will drive you crazy because you're scared of going to the alternative, which is doing like useless things with your life, and you know that this is your direction. So, me seeing my own visions is what um, motivates me every morning. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. Okay, my sixth question is how did the nickname of Groovy come about and why did you decide to stick with it? Ah, uh, so going back to YouTube, I think 2015, early 2015 or mid 2015, um, I started another YouTube channel because I wanted to like make different videos and I, I was trying to come up with a name, right? Um, Schoolboy Q being one of my favorite rappers, his nickname is Groovy Q. Oh. So I was like, it, it does match with my personality because when you're you very calm and yeah, like what groovy. does it say? Fashionable and up. I was fashionable and something else I forgot, but yeah, I was like, okay, this fits me. Plus, it's my favorite rapper's nickname, so I gave myself nickname that nickname. And then, as far as just sticking with it. Um, I think by profession, I'm going to go with my, 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 my Your cousin. actual name. Yeah, but then it's a nickname that's stuck, like high school friends and just everyone that knows me. Even my mom sometimes calls me that, so. Your mom calls you Groovy. Yeah. <laughs> it just stuck with people. People call me Grooves, Groovy Nice, um, Groove It's just a bunch of variations of the nickname. And I'm pretty sure it looks like hood friends, because I know. No, not even. <laughs> Not even like my friends from outside of here call me that too. So it's groovy. Like, but yeah, the thing about you know what I when I think about groovy Ganana I can. Oh yeah, people told me about that. Yeah, I've never seen it though. That's that's the weird thing. Uh, I don't even drink coke anymore. <laughs> you don't drink coke. Yeah, but if coke wants to pay me for a shoot, I do it. That's him marketing himself, guys. <laughs> no, I'm okay, so coke. Coca-Cola, do the things. Do the things. Okay, my seventh question is, what do you hope to achieve in the next couple of years that is currently your priority right now? Um, I think growth. And then as far as my goals, like with me, I don't really like to talk about my, my goals because I don't want pressure from people. Like if I tell you what I want in the next two years, in the next few months, you're going to ask me, like, yo, how far? Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, how, how, how is it going with this and this and that? So I'd rather, oh, so you rather do it? And yeah, then... And, then, and then we're going to speak about it. So for me, it's just one word, greatness. Wow. Yeah. Okay. My eighth question is, how do you overcome bad days? What's your routine? Do you get yourself in the positive tune? Do you dance? Do you do, you do yeah. the happy dance? Or you meditate? Or you do yoga? Um, so, believe it or not, I actually have a, a morning routine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, so, I wake up at 6. I woke up at half 4 today because I had to be somewhere by 8. But yeah. I wake up at 6 and then it's like a 10 minute workout session in my room and then I read. Um, sometimes I go run every two days. But yeah, my routine is like 6 a.m. Workout in my room, read. Yeah. I have I usually plan out my day, things to do. And then I just go about it like that. But like waking up at a certain time and having that routine and keeping, keeping that fixed is what keeps me sane. But it's not easy. Because there are days where you feel like you're not doing anything and 
you know, it's just really hard. But I try. I realize like discipline, it helps because as much as you might be feeling low, if you force yourself to do what you have to do, your mood kind of changes. I don't know if you, do you work out or you used to? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. But like you've been, you've been to a gym or whatever, ne? Yeah. Have you ever been to a gym, but before that you were feeling like trash? I wouldn't say feeling like trash because I, I've been like this weight since high school days. Yeah. And I sometimes feel like I want to gain weight. But then again, people are like, no, why do you want to gain weight mm -hmm. and all that? Your body's perfect. In, 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 in. But at some point, I really just want to gain weight. And but I'm not speaking about like an em um, emotional level. Like you're not, you're, you're, you're not, I'm not attached to doing it. Nah, in a sense, like your emotional state, like you're not happy, you're unhappy. Like you're having a bad day. Yeah. Have you been to a gym when you're having a bad day? I don't know if you've been through this, but people who work out, they'll tell you, like, this is you're having a bad day, like your teacher or your boss or whatever. Yeah. And you had an argument with them. Then you go to the, the gym. gym. You just yeah. come back pumped and you just feel so much more better and you feel like you're going to take over the world. So, yeah, those, those are one of the benefits for that. I'm skinny. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't exercise for the body. I do it for the mind. Like, the benefits that exercise has on your mind is just... I was well. Yeah, think about like who's this guy? Fifty Cent. Yeah. He's been buff ever since you've known him, right? Yeah, he's been buff. Since <laughs> yeah, yeah. And think, since those, I was a kid, I you think. You see, those people stay in the gym. You ask yourself why, like, man, you're successful. You know what I mean? Have to, but it's like it, the great benefits for your mind. It does your mind a lot of justice and keeps you a lot of people sane. So yeah. But fifty shady though. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. my ninth question is: Who do you look up to the most in terms of your photography? Who's that one person you really just love their art and you look up to them? One person, or does it because it's a lot? Okay, let's just say our top five, basically. Top five. Let's make it top five. Uh, it's not a no order, then. Yeah. Um. Does it have to be photographers? Because I'm also inspired by people who make music. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Not in all order. Homotsoneto. Great, great, great photographer. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Zanella Moholi. Um, <laughs> two more people. Who? I'd say, um, you know, Lebukitan, R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Passed away a few days ago. Even a day ago. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, I can't come up with one because it's on the spot. But yeah, as far as like photography in my career, yeah, I'd say I'm trying to model like my career against uh, Zanele. Zanele Mahoney's career. Zanella is a beast. You must Google who Zanella Mholi is after this. This episode, I'll do that. Yes. I'll check her out. Zanella is a beast. So, so yeah. you're saying you try and compete with her or you want no, to collaborate I, I, no, with I her? No, I can't compete with a legend. No. You, you try. Yeah, like, Zanella has set out the blueprint and that's what I'm trying to follow, pretty much. No, oh, okay. What? Yo, I can't compete with Zanella. No, <laughs> no, that's like competing with God. You must let a God be God. <laughs> Why Kendrick though? Because I've seen your videos. You always mention Kendrick. Yeah, man, like that guy. 
I, I relate to his music on, on such a deep level. And I re I'm only realizing now that his music is also like influenced the type of person I am, you know. Um, he's just really great. I, I don't even know how to put it. Like I'm even emotional now speaking about him, but he's just really great. And, and plus the fact that he comes from a marginalized black community, which is where I also come from. So, you know, as much as he can be in the States, I can relate to that because mm. there's a lot of things that are really relatable and his music has helped me so much. And he's just really good at what he does. There's no way you can ignore him. He's so good at it. You can't ignore him. So I'm trying to also get to that point where eventually I'm just so good at it. Like you can't ignore me, you know? So yeah, that the level of greatness, yeah, and the type of person that he is based on the music. That's why I'm... Can I just say this? Yeah. Between J. Cole and Kendrick, who's a goat? Kendrick Cole. <laughs> I can't pick one. <laughs> you know, they always make them compete. And it's like, you can't do, you that. Can't do that because these guys Thank you. are very good in Thank their own you. ways. Thank you. And we cannot Thank say you. this one is the best, better Thank than this you. one. You know? Thank you. It's like growing up with both your parents and. Now you have to pick one. What are you doing? No. Let everyone be good in their own space. Right. Basically, saying let everyone be a good. Yeah, there's more. There's there's so much space for for many more goats, and there are so many goats. Like in every industry, even like what you're doing right now, there's more than one person who's really good at it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so but you just have to be in your own space and true, allow yourself and dominate that, that. You know, it's, this is me, and yeah. it's either you take it or you yeah. leave it. Do yeah. yeah. So my tenth question is: How do you deal with haters? I don't have haters. I'm not that popping yet. I feel like what. But at some point, yeah, you're gonna eventually. be dealing with haters. People are gonna be stalking, acting all crazy. I know. And like lunatics. How are you, how are you gonna deal with that when the time comes? You're gonna get a bodyguard. Ah. Like chup chup. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you deal with things accordingly as they happen. Um, I I don't know. I've never really had like. A hater like that. They say when you have haters, that's when you're popping. I'm not popping yet, so I don't know. How how would you deal with haters? How would I deal with haters? I don't know. I'm very lunatic, so I'd probably like, yeah, yeah bitch, <laughs> I'm popping. What do you do? What it does? You know. I feel you. So I, I like I know myself. I don't really get affected by things that are not on my level of capacity the way i think oh, so i'm just like you know it's i'm in my own lane so if you're gonna hate on me that's okay don't recruit people man yeah. no don't do that if you hate me hate me alone don't yeah. invite people now in the no no <laughs> honestly <laughs> Because people are weird. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. No. Guys, no. as a comedian. He's holding his laugh bag. He's just really just what? trying not to blast out of laughter right now. But that's okay. Stop being full of yourself. My. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. My eleventh question is: What do you 
um, admire about what you do? What do you admire about yourself? Um, I think visuals are very um, important. Um, as we were speaking about like you being judged mm. and people looking at you a certain way, and that's because of what they saw in the media about this place, right? So now yeah. think about it like this. If you speak about, if you said you're from where, Rosebank, first thing people are probably going to say is, hmm, interesting <laughs> yeah exactly you know and and, and it's like you got that money money huh? exactly exactly and black excellence exactly yeah they like that too <laughs> you see so and they associate you with positive things because there's a positive image of rosebank but you know when you speak about Garong, the dominant image and the visual narrative of this place is negative right and it's because of what visuals so visuals that are, are being portrayed yeah like what I do is very powerful. You're able to change the way people look at certain things, you know. So just having that ability, it's, just, it's really admirable, and I love it so much. You know, it's so, powerful. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So yeah, that aspect of it, definitely. And I've seen your visuals. What do you think? What was your first impression when you saw? First, I saw your visuals on Casey. Casey's my friend, guys. So shout out, Casey. shout out to Casey. Casey Lily. So Casey basically used to post your visuals and Alicia as well. Alicia as well. Oh, you know Alicia. I know Alicia. Shout out to Alicia Mkwanyana. Shout out. So basically, Casey always used to post post them. I think from last year. Yeah. Shout out to Casey. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she's a really good person. She's yeah, awesome. she is. Mm-hmm. Basically, Casey's the one that made this interview to happen because I was like, yo, yo, girl, can you please talk to Groovy? Like, Casey's I want to interview Groovy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, so I was like really astonished by them. And I, and then I went on your Facebook, I think. Oh, yeah. Then I couldn't find, you know, what? some of the pictures. Then I was like, let me just go on Instagram and yeah. see. Thank you, Faye. Mm-hmm. on Facebook, I thought that you're American. I'm like, who's this change? You know, ah, like, come here but, with my I, I, but I'm like, you didn't look, guys. Honestly, I'm being for real. I actually thought it was like a state or something. Come here with my side no, Mamela, Mamela, guys. I like the pictures, and I was I was looking at the picture. I was Which not picture? Looking at the the name and what. Which that, picture? That, that, that. The one on your Facebook. The one where I'm shirtless. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one I think you had the top on and you were sitting in the car or something like that. Oh, the one with like the, the skies are blue. Yeah, that one. Ha! Huh. So, guys, I Get better sporty. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. I'm wearing a bucket hat. I'm from the guys, state. Guys, honestly, that picture looked like this guy is in Go State or something like that. He mm-hmm. looked like a black mm-hmm. American guy, mm-hmm. but only to find out it was a So I was really just astonished. Nahe. <laughs> so, apart from that, I, and then I went on Instagram. Then I, when I went on your Instagram, I yeah. saw your portraits and yeah. I saw your content and it was like really beautiful. I was like, you know what? This was proper, proper mm-hmm. portraits. And then I just kind of just went through some of them. Guys, I wasn't stalking, by the way. So don't think I was stalking the gen. No, I was just yeah, looking. You I was just looking at his art. Yeah, not his, my pictures. I don't really put up Yes, he doesn't even post pictures of himself. Yeah, you know? because when you're cute in real life, you don't have to do that. 
gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. He just had to. But anyways, what do you mean? There are some pictures on your Instagram where you yeah. posted yourself. Yeah, once or twice, you know, sometimes. It's like when, when you want the cuteness to be out there. Sometimes. <laughs> but on, on, on most of my platforms, for real, it's just my work. Basically, that's, that's yeah. That's what's important. That's what's important. Yeah. And I've seen your work, and it's always some some of them are in black and white. Yeah. And I feel like your black and white pictures really just have that authentic look, that powerful that. look, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, yeah, moving on. My twelfth question is: If given the opportunity to fly and to Pursue your career abroad. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Would you leave? If perhaps they say maybe um, go to Germany for like a year. I'm just making an example. I don't know which country. I'm would you doing prefer. it. I prefer. You know, I'd I'd love to go anywhere in Africa. Anywhere. In Africa. Yeah, guys, we have 54 countries, and when you ask most people from SA where would you love to go, they never mention one of these 54 countries. So I'd love to go anywhere around Africa. Home, yeah. Um, do, do you know of Eritrea? No. Exactly. But you know of Poland and Germany and um, Ireland and all these other countries. But you don't know your home countries. I also didn't know. I'm not trying to make you feel bad because I've also been there. But mm-hmm. isn't it crazy that there are 54 countries here? But yet, when you ask a person from here, where would you love to go? I mean, I'm from Paris, or <laughs> whatever. It's like, what? So you're going to overlook all these other countries. So I'd love to go anywhere around um, Africa and... Explore. Yeah, the motherland. Anyway, hey. Explore the culture. Yeah, there's so much to this place. And it, even if it's for two years, I honestly leave. But I never, like, relocate, no. I still have a lot of work to do here. Go Katlohong. Katlohong specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely leave. I'd love to. I want to leave right now, to be honest. I'd definitely take it. You want to take your flight? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying leave. to be out. Yeah, I'm not trying to see you anymore. I definitely want to go to Kenya. Is it? Yeah. What, what else do you know about Kenya besides Kenya? Being Kenya? Uh, for me, personally, I'm very fascinated by the... What? The, the people that are in the villages. Mm-hmm. You want to see it for yourself? I want to see it for myself that I'm seeing it on National Geographic that yeah. they're jumping up and down. And so I, yeah, you know, I've seen that. Like, <laughs> when they do their rituals and stuff. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's I quite interesting and fascinating. You know, and they speak Swahili. And Is that like, where they speak Swahili? Yeah, they speak Swahili. Damn. Eh, you know, I've found something about, what's this, Nigeria. They mm-hmm. said there's like, there's like 600 languages or something, but like there's so many languages there. In Nigeria. Imagine. And like the bunch of tribes. I'm sure there's so to stay moments. Maybe. 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 Then. <laughs> but yeah, definitely Kenya and Ethiopia. Those are like... Name a country that we don't know. There are 54. Don't name Ghana. I, I didn't say Ghana. Ghana also has... I, I, I personally go to Ghana for like Ghana's, my own personal reasons. There are so many but countries yeah. Don't name Ghana. Don't say Nigeria. <laughs> say other other ones. Congo. Come on. Come on. Congo is like... Congo is like crazy. <laughs> right here. Name, 
But anyway, yeah. But anyway, moving along, I'm gonna ask you my 13th question, which is what do you think that the young generation lacks and how can they improve where they lack? What would be your advice on that? Um those type of questions I can't I can't tell you what's wrong with other people. I can tell you what's wrong about me. But let's just say in general, like, you know, Okay, I don't want to off-ramp or anything, but all I'm saying is like the youth ne, of today, and all that. Like, nothing apart from. Wrong with that. I know there's nothing wrong with Chang Park and. There's nothing wrong, but all I'm saying, like, what would you advise them to do? Because I'm trying to how fail, I'm not how fail. True. Okay, know? I'd say. I still have to work on myself. I'm not perfect, but. I'd say if you feel like you're kind of lost, um, spend more time by yourself. And what I mean is that, like, Khrotman Lamokasi once told me that when you're around your friends all the time, you make decisions that are going to benefit your group of friends. Mm -hmm. But if you spend more time by yourself, you make more decisions that are going to benefit you. And I'm not saying that because you know, it's something cool. No, I'm actually doing that myself and it's working for me. So, mm. you know, if I would ever tell you anyone something, I'd probably say that. But once again, I don't like to answer these type of questions mainly because I still have to work on myself as a person and I haven't completed myself yet. You know, I'm still working on myself and I don't have all the answers and I'm just emerging. So, yeah, that's my two cents opinion which is true guys work on yourself honestly i mean your friends are always going to be there groove is always going to be there it's groove not something it's not something that's going to end already people never that they do you go junk pack and what's that junk pack okay so i'm always on twitter i'm always like oh, keeping yeah, up with I'm the tabs you know yeah. you know i'm on twitter i'm always constantly checking out things i need updates so what happened was i think it was last week remember when they announced the level two yeah and then they were like now groove is gonna open okay zero didn't say groove is gonna open but just yeah, mentioned yeah, that yeah. now clubs are gonna be open and so forth so the youth took it upon themselves that you know what Rio host a party. So there's this one guy I follow on Twitter. He's the one that hosted. He's a DJ. Him and his Is friend. it like a real party, Vela? It was a, a party. No, like an actual place. Yeah, it's an actual place. It's not like the men's conference where it's, mm -mm. it doesn't really happen. But it it's happened. Happening. This guy. Where? on I think it's somewhere. That side. <laughs> so this guy announced on Twitter... And then obviously, what did people do? But what regulated outfit from Vele Vele from dot dot? Yeah. So people started getting dressed for for junk pack. They call it junk pack because like it's crowded. They got dressed, stitched up. They were within. When they got there, plus I get it, there's a set day, like a small man set, yeah. you know. Obviously, people want to dance. But it is any. I saw the video on Twitter. Is it the one where there's like this chick with a bottle on her head? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know that one? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> and then 
I don't know, someone decided to rush it like I'm going to go to Rihanna who tested positive for COVID. And I was like, Twitter, people were panicking. But this can't be because I was saying, How are so you? So you know all of this through Twitter? Yeah. Huh. It's like someone told you the way you're telling the story. The way I'm narrating yeah. anything. I'm, I'm narrating the whole thing. Uh, so this person announced and then people were panicking. Oh, it's a jump pack. And in general, I'm mask. I'm social distancing. I'm going to go to social distancing. I'm going to go to the social distancing. I'm going to go to the social What difference is it going to make? But I'm still groovy. Social distance. Never hack on I'm sure you own a a white cat. I'm sure you own a a I already asked you how do you deal with birthdays? Mm-hmm. Um, birthdays, I celebrate them. Uh, <laughs> okay, how do you feel about where you are right now at this point of your life? Me? Mm. I feel like there's still so much more work to be done. I can't be talking. <laughs> if that makes but sense. you happy about it? No. You're happy about your progress? No. You're not happy? I haven't done anything. You haven't done anything. No. Do you feel like you want to do more than what, what you're doing this year? What? There's this line that Drake has, but he's cursing that line, so I couldn't say it. But mm-hmm. I have so much more to do. I haven't done anything. Anything. If people think I'm doing something, yo. <laughs> no, nah, I haven't done anything. Um, so to answer your question... What was your question? Sorry. I I asked you, are you happy with no, where I'm you not. are right no, now? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. There's still so much more to do. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at it like a lap, right? Yeah. I repeat Nipsey Hussle, but it's like, you get to like... You listen to Nipsey. A lot. Like, heavily. Hey. Um, you yeah, peer pressure, guys. What do you mean? Peer pressure. What do you mean? I was listening... Peer pressure. No, listen. I was listening to Nipsey before he died. Okay, that's yeah. good. I, at least you, you don't fall under those no. people that listen to him after they died. Yeah, but anyway, to answer your question, it's like this whole thing of a lap. I haven't gotten to like the finish line now for my first lap. But once I get there, maybe like there's going to be a tad bit of happiness. But for now, no, I'm not happy. There's still so much more work to be done. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, no, I'm not happy. Hmm. Not content, I'm hungry. You're hungry. You know that's how oh hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh hungry. What's that? Is it that gigabyte? No, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Uso so I say K1 Lona. Oh my gosh. I, I was just like this girl. Why are you embarrassing embarrassing us like that? Oh hungry. <laughs> so so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She said when it starts the song, she says, right. Okay, Uso so I say Kakahoma says great. And then the song starts. Na loya, oh hungry, and I'm like, and I'm like, it's hungry, oh hungry, like it's like, <laughs> She's it's, it's coming it's from the up. stomach. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm like, what? But yeah, 
It's a great tune though. So. Oh hungry. Oh hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no, she doesn't say oh hungry. She says oh hungry. Like ngh. even the ngh is there. But the podcast back. But that's just that. Yeah. My last question is. What can we expect more from you, like your journey? And are you those type that's gonna say, I'm retiring at the age of 30? Or are you gonna be those people that are constantly gonna take portraits, yeah. travel the world, taking portraits? Um, I'd say, I can't say, I don't know when I'm gonna retire because I know nothing about my future self, I know something about my present self. Um, and what you can expect from me is just more work and more content. Yeah, and also more things that are connected to the work. Like, but doesn't it scare you about the future? It is scary because, especially like doing what I do. Anything can just change. Yeah, and it's like there's no plan. Any minutes from now, like yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> You know how like when you when you go to school there's like okay in four years time if you do this work you'll get your degree. Yeah. With me it's a bit different. It's like it could happen now, it could happen next year, it could happen four years from now. Yeah. So you don't know. So it's just a matter of always pushing and um yeah, I just want to put up more. But it's scary though. Like it I is. feel like it gives me anxiety all the time because I don't should, sleep. Though. Like I feel like I'm constantly thinking about my future. Like constantly like as you should you know like i want to do this and this needs to happen now like i'm anxious and i don't even sleep and it's like i need to sleep but my brain is like constantly Uh, like try this out do this you know those type of vibes which is kind of scary to think about it because you you might think you have it all figured out but you don't nobody does and that's why I always feel like li- life has its own manual. You can never really understand. I, I wish someone could have just written for us that, okay, guys, in life, this is what happens. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you feel? What do you think about patience? Like, would you say you're good at like, being patient? For me, I'd say I'm good mm. at being patient, right? Ha, but you said you but can't I'm, I'm just constantly on my feet. I'm constantly thinking about myself and my future and what I want to do. And it it gets me so worked out. Like, this needs to happen. Like, I need to do this. Oh, yeah, so it's just the work, like getting the work done. Yeah, getting the work done. Plus, school, gamo, I have school. And it's just like... Like, my life is hectic. It's a lot. And people will be like, I want to come see you. And I'm just like... No, like generally, just people like, let's meet up and chill. And I'm just like, no, this can't happen. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> I have so much going on, like school, podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. this, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like constantly. But, you know, also Casey speaks very highly of you. She's like, Komoto is very focused and driven. No, she speaks very highly of you, so. That's 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 a cool thing to have a friend that yeah to have a friend that supports you and I can say that she's been there you know since I started my podcast. How long have you known her? I've known her from the same hood. We grew up this side, 
but we really just started getting very close like beginning of this year because she was always around and oh, my yeah, friend yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from the corner and then like we all you always used to chill together mm. like you know and it became a thing really like to just how come like almost every single one of you guys are light-skinned from what do you mean no it's just a question like is it a thing that like people of the skin tone chill together? Anyway, I'm trying to distract you. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are we done? No, oh my word, that is crazy. But like, so you basically saying you into colorism or what's going no, on? No, 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 no. I know guys are weird. No, I'm into getting work done. I'm not into anything else. I'm. I'm just asking, Pella, there are some people who are into colorism, which I think is weird. You find a dark guy who says, I don't date dark-skinned chicks. I only date, like, light-skinned girls, yeah. you know? Which is weird, because you dark, you yeah, know? Because colorism is real, honestly. Um, From guys as well. My opinion on that is that, guys, let's focus on what's important, which is making money. Getting the bag, yes. of course. So that was it, guys. Thank you for pulling through and just really just making this work and just Shout coming coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for this. This is amazing. And um, hopefully we're going to do this again sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. And I hope that it becomes really big and I hope that you won't quit one day because this is really different. I've never really seen anyone from here doing what you're doing. I think it's super amazing. And can't wait to see you like become the biggest thing ever, you know. Yeah, coming so, uh, from the hood. Yeah, I think we need to see this, especially from a female. It's amazing. So shout out to you for pushing the right thing, because yeah. I know a lot of females who aren't doing anything with their Saturdays. It's Saturday today. You could be doing a bunch of things, but you're a sitting down and things. you're getting work done. So that's commendable. I respect that. I admire that. So shout out to you for doing what you do. Do you want to do any shout-outs, your friends? Shout-out to everyone that loves me. <laughs> if you love me, you know. Shout-out to everyone that's special to me. If you're special to me, you will know. Um, Basically, anyone that knows Groovy. No. No, no. Some people don't like me out there. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyone that knows me. Shout-out to everyone, guys. I love everyone. I'm just all about positive vibes. <laughs> Um, yo, let's just be productive. Let's learn something. Let's better ourselves as individuals. Um, let's read books, guys. Yeah, I never used to read books. I started reading books not too long ago. So. And go to museums and learn about history. Yeah, that too. That too. Definitely. Don't say it's boring white people thing. <laughs> no, it's not, guys. Yeah. Let's stop, you know, putting racial stuff into true, true. when it comes to true. learning about things. Sure. It's okay to go to museums and learn about art. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, before me doing this, I'd never go to an art gallery because I feel like it's reserved for a specific group of people. Even though it's not like, you know, like during a party, like blacks this side and whites. Whites this side, like, yeah. That thing doesn't exist anymore. anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, feel like feel like, it, I feel like it has that stigma that, you know what, 
Yeah. It's for white people. True, but true. it's not really, true. guys. You Anyone can just can go there, there yeah. and learn about art true. and tap into that creative side, you know? Yeah, I feel like a lot more things have to be normalized, but in due time. That's why we're doing what we're doing, to normalize yeah, these things. Yeah, to normalize these things. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not for white people. It's not for this race. It's okay. Go out on a regular saturday go to a museum learn about things learn about art rather than going to mcdonald's and eating (laughs) burger no (laughs) do something productive yeah don't find for you and your chummies to go drink alcohol and go to junk park no guys like you're talking to someone specifically (laughs) is it casey casey (laughs) quen no but oh my name sorry I'm just saying. I respect that. Let's stop eating burgers and thinking that it's the end of the world. Like, you know what I mean? Take a road trip somewhere, do something productive, learn, and just enjoy life. There's so much more out there than drinking, smoking, and smoking oga babe. And, (laughs) you know, doing things that are just not productive and then taking videos for us to see go to no chaiva and then there was alcohol you guys were drinking yeah and you guys were drinking hennessy i don't know how to do the plate but anyways yeah and you guys were doing that and it was just vibes it's okay but i feel like during this lockdown i really had to tap into myself and what i want it It did i that's that's when i actually started my podcast that's amazing you know what i realized a bunch of people started to do like things that you wouldn't expect them to do. A lot of people make so YouTube true. videos. That's really yeah. cool. I love seeing that because, you know, like, when I was doing these things, people were like, that's not normal, that's whatever. So I'm just glad that, like, people were able to benefit off of yeah. the time that they had and think about, like, what they and think to do. about what you, you want in clarity, life. Man. You know, Guti. Okay, with me, I was always confused what I wanted to do because I yeah. remember, like... Last year, I just took a gap year because yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to and there's do. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, you know, at this year, my mom was like, you really should tap into your creative side. You sure. you talk a lot. My friends are like, you <laughs> talk a lot, Homozo. Yeah, you are just very talkative. Why don't you do your own radio or something like that? Yeah. And then I went to Boston Media House and sent it. That's amazing. And then, like, we got there, and then apparently COVID had to happen but then yeah. i already picked up some of the things yeah. that they were teaching but us shout out to you for like starting this this is big i saw you have like a few episodes on spotify the, yeah, the, the, the sites and stuff it's yeah. amazing the fact that you took the first step that's big yeah but, it was it was quite nerve-wracking but it's like you know what let's just do something and just be out there do our things shout out it's amazing i support this and thank you for wanting to speak to me yeah, because I look up to him, guys. No, like, I'm he's such, from the hood, guys. Do you I'm understand that? Guy, no, he's not normal. He's from the hood, guys. And I'm going to emphasize on that. I'm going to walk home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to emphasize on that, that, you know, it's hard work really just pays off. And I feel like coming from the hood and having someone who really just takes the whole art into a different side of form and just really just create something so profound and beautiful and letting your pictures tell a story that this is what's happening because your pictures always tell a thousand words and then when you look at them it's just like wow this is beautiful like i wouldn't have thought that someone from the hood would do something like this you know 
So it's really uplifting. Hence, I really wanted to like interview mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, someone from the hood, someone who I can relate to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and someone who's really trying to build themselves and achieve all those goals, which is good. Thank you. So that's it, guys. Bye, my name is Komoto, Komoto, and I'm done with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>